sit and join the shade. Hey, brother, pour the wine. Drink the drink that I have made. Hey, brother, pour the wine. Good evening. Happy Sunday and welcome. Drink in the Style, brought to you by Habitation Furnishing and Design in St. Louis Park. I'm your host, Gregory Rich, and I'm going to help you kill your Sunday early evening with some booze and conversation. Our good friend Jordan Morris from Mill Valley Kitchen is with us mixing drinks. Jordan, how was your week? So good, and i got to say, this is such a great way to break up my week. Is it, is it working out well for mm-hmm. you? Yeah. Drinking in the uh, drinking in the early evening is, is the way to go. It's yep. almost as good as drinking in the early afternoon, late morning, early evening, late evening, and uh, a couple other times. Almost as good as hair of the dog. Yeah, right? Exactly. Exactly. Um, our guest this evening is Crystal Ray Romero, interior designer at Habitation Furnishing and Design. Crystal Ray, welcome to Drink in the Style. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. It is. Now, Crystal Ray, you are gluten intolerant. You will not stand for gluten in any way, shape, or form. So you presented a little challenge to Jordan, correct? I did. And, um... Once I have gluten, actually, I cannot stand. <laughs> you just collapse like a bag of Will broccoli? Will not stand for gluten. There you go. I like it. <laughs> Truly <laughs> gluten intolerant. Truly in every way. Yes. Well, Jordan, you knew this coming into the program. We talked a little bit about that. So you have selected uh, ingredients that are certified or at least pretty assuredly gluten-free. Tell us what you're going to be mixing up for us tonight. All right. Well, let's talk a little bit about the spirit I'm using. We're going to be using Tito's Handmade Vodka. And this one is uh, certified as gluten-free. And uh, it is made from corn mash. So no grains have ever come into contact with the distillation process. So we are safe there. And according to a customer service rep and on, from Quantro uh, online, uh, Quantro is also completely gluten-free. So and those two ingredients combined with cranberry juice, lime juice, are going to make a Cosmo. So you're going with the American. It is Memorial Day. Happy Memorial Day to everybody, by the way. So you are going with a true modern American cocktail, the Cosmopolitan. Yes, a modern classic. I think it was sometime in the 80s when it was, you know, it's a little controversial exactly who did it and where it was, but the story I'm going with is from the mid-80s or around 1987 maybe uh, from Manhattan. So this is a very, very, very popular cocktail uh, in America here, and we are celebrating America this week, uh, Memorial Day, and so we're going with that. That's fantastic. All right, and what are the ingredients, again, as a, as a list? As a list of ingredients, we need uh, Tito's handmade vodka or another gluten-free uh, vodka, if you're not gluten intolerant, a vodka of your choice. Uh, Cointreau, which is best quality triple sec you can buy, in my opinion, and many others. Fresh squeezed lime juice, very, very important to use the fresh stuff, and cranberry juice. All right, this sounds like I'm not a big fan of the Cosmopolitan in general. I've always found them to be a little sweet, a little foo-foo, for I believe is a technical bartending term. Technical, yes. And to be honest, I was too. Um, up until a few years ago, I started having actual quality ones. Many Cosmos, especially you know, getting a rail uh, beverage at a bar, they're going to be using a very cheap triple sec. Uh, if you go to a quality bar, they're going to be up in the game to Cointreau. And Cointreau is nowhere near as sweet. It's a very dry... Uh, liqueur made from orange peel and it's it's fantastic in flavor but it is a lot drier so in that case I can up the cranberry juice a little bit which gives it a little bit more flavor uh, in my opinion some go as low as like a quarter ounce of cranberry I like to bump it up all the way to a full ounce so for this cocktail we are also going to need for tools a cocktail shaker and a strainer and before we jump into it, let me ask you a quick question. Ca- yep. uh, uh, Cointreau. All right, so Cointreau is like an orange liqueur. Correct. What is the nature? What, from, one, from whence comes the alcohol in Cointreau? And do you have any idea how much alcohol is in Cointreau? Well, I could find out right here. Yeah, 40% alcohol, or 80 proof. And it's made by fermenting uh, very specific orange peels. And then after those are fermented, then then distilled. The, all the the nuances, I'm I'm a little bit uh, ignorant on, but <laughs> I sprung that's it the on general you. idea, anyways. I demand to know the technical background on Cointreau. And I, I'm willing to idea. bet it is an age-old guarded secret exactly how they do it. it. Looks like established 1849. So they've been making some really great stuff for quite a while now. That's been all right. So uh, take us away and let's make a uh, a real quality, gluten-free, cosmopolitan, because again, Crystal Ray will not stand for gluten. All right. I'm excited. Perfect. Well, I'd like to start off by saying I did chill uh, our martini glass. So in this case, I'm going with some small, cute little coupe glasses to spread around here for the group. And Facebook Live guests, uh, our viewers, can see that we've had this ice sitting in the glass 
to drive down the temperature. And we're going to start off with an ounce and a half of our vodka. Ounce and a oh, Brett, do we have mixing music? Did we forget to set up the mixing music? We uh, did, unfortunately. Yeah, I could hum, but I'm going to let it. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Might be able to find it real quick here. So, ounce and a half of vodka, half ounce of Cointreau. So, two parts to one part. Actually, it would be ounce. It'd be ounce to three parts. Three to, to one. one on that Math so is far. not my strong suit. And then I'm going to go with a full ounce of cranberry juice and a quarter ounce of lime. And you did pre-squeeze the lime juice that was fresh. Only moments ago. Healthy. All right. I'm going to add some ice to the other half of our shaker tin. All right. Are we doing regular ice? Are we crushing the ice? Does it matter? Regular ice. Okay. All right. Well, no mixing music, but we'll get a little sound effect here from the shake. That worked well. I think last week we used... Uh, Little Spanish Flea is our mixing music. I could, I could sing that. There was a little Spanish Flea. I'd like to hear it. Really? Yeah, absolutely. There was a little Spanish Flea, a music star he thought he'd be. He'd heard of groups like the Beatles and Chipmunks he'd seen on TV. Why not a little Spanish Flea? We may have to cut that. I don't know. It depends. On how <laughs> I like it. Did you? Did that work well? Like Brett, never go without the, the mixing music again, for the love of goodness. All right. Now, as far as garnishes go, uh, a lot of people will garnish with a lime twist or a lemon peel. I like the orange. Now, usually I'll celebrate the, the citrus garnish with the citrus that's in the drink, which in this case is the lime. But right now I'm going to celebrate the Cointreau and the orange peel that's in that. And we're going to go one step further. I do have time. Perfect. And we're going to use a flamed orange peel. Start so, off by lighting a match, and I'm going to let some of that uh, sulfur burn off, and I'm going to toast the orange peel slightly. That is just class, quite honestly. Oh, my oh, God, how did that happen? And then I gave it a nice <laughs> squeeze over the glass uh, in front of the match, and I sh expelled uh, beautiful citrus, toasted citrus oil through the flame, toasted them even more, and those all landed on the drink. That was the coolest thing ever. So Jordan uh, uh, was actually, he held a match, under the uh, under the orange uh, peel, heated it up, and then held the match between the orange peel and the cocktail, squeezed the orange peel, and a burst of flame came forward. My God, we're going to have to figure out how to put that on the uh, uh, on the uh, the website at drinkinthestyle.com so people can see that. Oh, oh my goodness that gracious so me! Wonderful. All right, that's. I'm going to incorporate that in my cooking. I'm going to have to do that in every cocktail. <laughs> it, it does add a, a fun little toasted orange note to the cocktail. It's not in, intense, but it does. You can definitely notice it, especially when the orange peel is in the glass and you're putting your nose into the glass to drink, or near that anyways. Right. Um, but at a bar and a restaurant, it certainly uh, catches some people's attention, and you'll start selling a lot more of these. Seriously, that was amazing. All right, well, we're going to break, but when we come back, we'll be enjoying a real Cosmopolitan with Jordan Morris and our guest, Crystal Ray Romero. Quick reminder that you are listening to Drink in the Style, brought to you by Habitation Furnishing and Design. We'll be right back. Hi, Gregory Rich, owner of Habitation Furnishing and Design and host of Drink in the Style right here on AM 950. Hey, I've only got a few seconds, so here's the deal. Habitation is the coolest furniture store in town. Not only have we got some of the most exceptional furniture in the cities, but in many cases, Habitation can offer you store credit on your existing furniture. Stop in, talk to one of our designers, and let us help you make your home exceptional. Habitation Furnishing and Design, 4317 Excelsior Boulevard in St. Louis Park. Hi, this is Ken Hagland, president of Minnesota Hospice, inviting you to listen to our new show airing on AM 950 on Saturdays from noon to one. Our team from Minnesota Hospice will be continuing our series titled Lifting the Veil, Revealing the Spiritual Truths About Dying and Death, where we share insights on the spiritual aspects of this profound experience. Please join us Saturday from noon to one for the new Minnesota Hospice show and learn more about us online at minnesotahospice.com.
Hi, Gregory Rich, owner of Designer Rehab Furniture Outlet and host of Drink in the Style, Sundays at 5 p.m. right here on AM 950. You can find premium quality furnishings at Designer Rehab as we speak. Rehab is accepting and selling gently used sofas, chairs, tables, and more at outstanding savings. Come check out the showroom at 4317 Excelsior Boulevard in St. Louis Park. Inventory is always changing and deals are available every day. Designer Rehab, it's only a matter of time. It's a good day to be indigenous. Native Earth Radio presents I'm Awake. Our weekly Native American talk radio show will discuss national and local Native American news and events. Local and national guests will help us keep current with Mother Earth, tribal, and Twin City issues. Native American issues are human issues. We invite all people to walk hand-in-hand with our struggles, victories, and achievements. Listen Saturdays at 2 p.m. I am awake. Hi, it's Tom Hartman. You know, Continental Diamond is special for a lot of reasons. The owners are Jimmy and Helene Pessis, a husband and wife team who had a dream to open their own store more than 30 years ago. They've built a business that is the gold standard. The readers of Minnesota Bride Magazine have named Continental Diamond the best jeweler for the last seven years. Why? Amazing, friendly, no-pressure customer service, a selection of fine diamonds and design jewelry unlike anywhere else, and the fresh-baked chocolate chip cookies are pretty great, too. Continental Diamond in St. Louis Park and at ContinentalDiamond.com. Gus Modern out of Toronto, Canada has crushed the Twin Cities market with their amazingly refined blend of mid-century and contemporary furniture styles. It's kind of Scandinavian, it's kind of clean, it's it's just plain cool. And the fact is that Gus Modern is an affordable delightful product line. We've got all of it for you to take a look at Habitation Furnishing and Design on Excelsior Boulevard in St. Louis Park. Come on in and check it out or go to gusmodern.com. Welcome back to Drink in the Style, brought to you by Minneapolis's coolest furnishing store and design studio, Habitation Furnishing and Design in St. Louis Park. I am your host, Gregory Rich, and our guest this evening is Crystal Ray Romero. We are enjoying a genuine cosmopolitan, which uh, everybody knows is a, uh, a usual combination of vodka and excessive sweet Quantro and some other things that I would never normally touch. And I have a confession to make. This is the first Cosmopolitan I think I've ever drunk. I have always shied away from them. I've always been snobbish about them because I figured they were just sweet little would-be martinis. But in fact, by using some really amazing ingredients, Jordan, you have created an awesome, awesome cocktail. Thank you very much. And again, I got to tell you, who knew that 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 uh, uh, what do you call those things? Uh, oranges can actually explode and send fire uh, uh, coursing out. So we have already learned a huge amount. Um, we should probably do some kind of disclaimer because somebody's going to burn their house down <laughs> trying to light an orange on fire. Well, uh, check out Pinterest. You can actually make candles out of these things too. Really? Yeah. Very cool. Interesting. Yeah. All right. Well, before we begin, Jordan. Uh, how are things going on the Mill Valley patio? Oh, so good. Now we've got our. Uh, our vines have been planted. We've got lots of trellises up, and it's starting to fill in. It's creating a great little oasis out there. First couple of years, it was sort of just a you know tables on a sidewalk. Now we've got a full, real deal patio that has its great uh, ambiance all its own. It was great. I was out there for lunch last week, as as you may recall, and it was just a really, really pleasant environment. Mm-hmm. And uh, now we're in full swing, uh, almost of summer, so uh, so it's probably going to be really, really busy and a great place to uh, hang out. Yeah, yeah, we've got some some soft seating out there now too. So while you're waiting for a table, you can always grab a drink and hang out in the lounge area, which we do have some heaters as well. So even if the weather's not perfect, we've got some extra space to hang out and enjoy the atmosphere. Recommended highly. Recommended highly. So Crystal Ray, you have already. <laughs> over the break gotten through half of your Cosmo. It's delicious. Are you a regular Cosmo drinker? What do you think of it? Um, You know, I have ordered them in the past. I don't believe I have tasted one this good, though. It's the freshness. (laughs) Everything is better when it's fresh and when you're using... The Cointreau is is the deal breaker for bad ones and and the maker for good ones. Cointreau is a triple sec, but all triple secs are not equal. There are are some garbage out there. They get really sweet. This, This is real deal, and this is the top of the line. 
It's uh, it's great. All right. Well, we're enjoying it. And Brett, how did you do on your uh, on your Cosmo back in the booth? I really like it as well. Yeah, I was expecting something super sweet, but I just really like the taste on it. Really good. Yeah, these things can go down in like literally one swig and uh, and just just keep it rolling. And uh, so is the Cosmo half price at uh, Mill Valley at happy hour this week? Starting today. Starting today. That's absolutely fantastic. All right. So our conversation topic, before we start talking about pure design and interiors, I was giving some thought to this. And uh, and I wanted to ask this question, and I'm putting it under the title of Regrettable Design Trends. Crystal Ray, this is directed at you. Give me some thoughts, uh, or give some thought to your childhood, and, and tell me one piece of furniture or decor that you absolutely hated. Okay, where do I start? <laughs> <laughs> Were things not great as a child? No, you know what? Actually, my mother had amazing design sense. And um, our house was always the one. Uh, my friends would come over and we would they would just be like, oh, wow. Mm-hmm. You know, there was always that wow factor in my home. So I think that's maybe where I get a bit of my design aesthetic. Um but then kind of going out in the world and seeing what other people did have okay. um, was kind of where I was a bit startled. Um, the Thompsons down the street. I would, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so um, to be honest with you, the one that really um, sticks out in my mind the most is probably, you know, kind of that 80s and Forgive me if I offend anyone out there. I don't. I do know <laughs> because okay. it. They. Someone might have it still. Um, but it's kind of that '80s whitewash furniture with the pastel colors, and there's really no contrast. Everything looks totally washed out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you notice maybe. There is a bit of contrast, and it's just the fake plants that are up on top of <laughs> collecting dust, and you're dust seeing. Yes. Oh, look at that. I can see your dust. That's that great. Was... But that was the extent of the room. Um, and then there there would always be kind of that really tight, pleated, uh, you know, window treatment. It almost looked like a seashell. You know, it, it just didn't tie in really well with my, uh, the. I mean, that's the one that sticks out the most. It's interesting, so. isn't it? I mean, people don't do that anymore, but it used to be the uh, the window treatments, you know, you'd have a sofa and then you would you would have window treatments made in the exact same fabric. Yes. And in the 80s, they were usually done in this like kind of pastel-y, yes. Correct. Yep. It was the blues, the greens, and the, the mauve. And the mauve. Yes. Mauve was big, baby. Yes. I was actually just out at uh, at a, a grand reopening of Cunningham Group's offices downtown. And they had uh, redone their offices for the first time in like 20 years. I mean, Cunningham Group's a great architectural firm. They do commercial work. Um, but when they first built it out, somebody thought that it was a really good idea to do all of the ceiling, all of the pipework, everything to spray paint it in a teal. Oh. And teal is not one of those colors that really has has held up well since you know Miami Vice's heyday. <laughs> right. Um, right. So they changed it all out, and now they've got this beautiful you know new office space. But it was it was a huge mistake. What about you, Jordan? What do you? Gosh. You know, I, my folks actually did a pretty good job when I was growing up. So I would have been in the, the '90s that I'm looking back at. Um, but I guess if I was going to, to poke him at one thing, it'd be everything. It was really nice furniture. We, we had nice stuff. Um, but it was always just really bulky, large wood, like heavy, real wood furniture, really nice stuff. Um, oak? But is it generally oak? Yeah. Just heavy as, as hell. And w- I still actually have a couple of, of pieces of furniture from them that's been handed down to me at, which I really like, but, um, every nice piece of furniture didn't need to be, you know, a 2000 pound piece of wood you know so i guess i'm a little over that by now um but thinking at some of my friends um homes that the whole expression you know when they look at someone's coat or something well did you kill the couch that's because (laughs) yeah those those funky floral couches uh can got a little excessive in my neighborhood when i was growing up they were tough they were tough for me i remember we had this black vinyl sofa 
that uh, was in the uh, the sunroom, as we called it. And <laughs> the thing with vinyl, is, I know, right? Talk about <laughs> makes no sense whatsoever. Mom, why why are you putting this here? But you know, you, you don't question it because you know you get a good smack. But uh, but the uh, but the vinyl black sofa still re- I still remember it. And the reason more than anything else is because you know vinyl doesn't breathe. So I mean. We would have we would have just you'd sit there and after about thirty five to forty five seconds you would just be soaked in like sweat it was disgusting and then eventually the vinyl starts to crack and break and then they become like little jagged daggers yeah. of of like lethal vinyl I'm glad those are gone I'm I glad agree. those are gone I agree all right uh, everyone talk- everyone of my brothers uh, or friends older brother feel like they had like a, a hand me down vinyl couch in their bedroom from their parents right exactly and vinyl is a terrible uh, product especially back then we can talk more about it and maybe even bonded leather uh, when we come back from the break but we're going to take a quick uh, a quick break and when we come back we'll talk to Crystal Ray about design in the Twin Cities as well as Las Vegas stay with us that's right the woman is Hi, Gregory Rich, owner of Habitation Furnishing and Design and host of Drink in the Style Sundays at 5 p.m. right here on AM 950. Habitation is Minneapolis's coolest furniture design studio. Our in-house design staff specializes in creating spaces that reflect your style, your values, and your taste. From edgy modern to transitional, Habitation is here to help you craft your home. Know what's also exciting? Habitation offers AM 950 listeners complimentary interior design services, which include an appraisal of any furniture pieces you may want to trade in for store credit. That's right. Habitation will take your gently used furniture and issue you store credit on fresh, fantastic furniture. Check out Habitation today, 4317 Excelsior Boulevard in St. Louis Park, one mile east of Highway 100, or visit us online at habitationdesign.com. Burger Moe's gorgeous patio is open for the season. Enjoy nightly happy hours, more than 60 beers on tap, and the weather while you watch your favorite game on the outdoor screen. And don't miss live music Thursdays, Fridays, and Saturdays. Offering 20 fresh, never-frozen burger varieties, Burger Moe's also offers delicious appetizers, soups, salads, as well as unburgers, dogs, paninis, shakes, and desserts. Burger Moe's is located at 242 West 7th Street in St. Paul with plenty of free parking and online at BurgerMoe's.com. Did you know that Habitation Furnishing and Design has the area's largest selection of Noir and CFC furniture? Are you familiar with them? I once had a customer describe Noir as a cross between restoration hardware and Beetlejuice. I love that. And CFC, bench-made furniture out of the heart of California, is definitionally cool. In any event, check out the lines at NoirFurnitureLA.com and then swing into the store and check them out in person. Habitation Furnishing and Design, one mile east of Highway 100 on Excelsior Boulevard. I'm Steve Conklin. And Jake Duroff. We're the hosts of the all-new Mortgage Talk Show, Sundays at 1230. Steve, what are we going to talk about this week? We're going to be discussing Mortgage 101, the very basics of mortgage, whether it's your first home or your hundredth home. We're going to be discussing ways where you can save money and a lot of headaches. Check us out for more information or email us any questions at mortgagetalkshow.com. Tune in to the Mortgage Talk Show every Sunday at 1230 on AM 950. With your AM 950 weather, this is Eric Nelson. Tonight will be most and clear with a low around 70. Memorial Day, sunny and hot with a high near 97. And at night, a 20% chance of thunderstorms with a low around 71. Tuesday, a 50% chance of showers with a high near 91 and a low around 68. The Bad Waitress at 700 Central in Northeast Minneapolis is a bit more grown up than its sister on Nicollet. Offering free parking in the back, this finer diner vibe has a full bar serving craft cocktails and a brand new inventive dinner menu including the chicken and waffle. Check out the full menu at thebadwaitress.com. I was holding off until we could get to a good solid Viva Las Vegas, but uh, that's too deep in the track. People are going to think we're pure music. Yeah. 
that did it. That was that was the salve that I needed in my soul. Well done. Thank you, Brett. All right. Well, welcome back to Drink in the Style. We are talking to Crystal Ray Romero, interior designer at Habitation Furnishing and Design. Crystal Ray, why don't you tell us what is going on at Habitation this week? Oh, exciting stuff. Makes me want to redo my house. Um, so right now we have 50 to 70% off of all showroom uh, floor models. We've got um, all kinds of different things that we're trying to clear out. We've got sofas, couch, you know, uh, chairs, accessories, pillows. I mean, it, and just, tables. It, it goes on and we're super excited. We are just trying to get it all cleared out. Um, we are going to be starting a 0% financing and um, it's ridiculous. Four years of free financing so um it's crazy it is it is super crazy i'm thinking why am i not doing my space it's like a no-brainer really i mean i'm i'm just at the point where it's like you know it's, it's time to get in on some of this this is you know i mean this is this is actually a real rare occurrence that's going on i mean as habitation prepares to move to its new location a mile and a half from its current location and then of course we turn the current location into designer rehab which is the consignment and closeout furniture store you know we've got about four thousand square feet of furniture that's not coming with us to the new space and right. quite honestly we probably aren't taking most of the other stuff. Right. So it's got to be liquidated. Exactly. And uh, and right now, I mean, we've marked everything down like 50 plus percent. Correct. And then with the financing deal that we're offering, which is four years of interest-free financing, you mm -hmm. can stretch out your dollar and, and pay for it. I mean, it comes out to like, so if you buy, you know, $5,000 worth of new furniture, you're paying about 120 bucks a month, 0% interest. It is a great time to buy some amazing stuff at Habitation, right? Exactly. Exactly. Yep. And then uh, due to Memorial Day, we are closed on Monday, but we will be opening on Tuesday, which is our regular closed day. So. Right. Normally, Habitation is closed on Tuesdays. Everybody says, why are you closed on Tuesdays? We need a breather for the love of goodness. <laughs> we chose Tuesday. Monday, interestingly enough, has always been my philosophy on furniture sales is, you know, people come in over the weekend. They aren't sure what they want. Monday is the regret day. I wish I had bought that sofa. Right. So they call in. We don't want to be closed that day. So we shut down on Tuesday uh, traditionally. But this week, because Monday is Memorial Day, right. we are going to be closed. And then we'll be open on Tuesday for anybody who wants to come in and gobble up some of those really honestly good deals. Right. And so Tuesday will be the last day of the financing. So, so yeah, to kind of push it out that extra day to give anybody a last chance there is, uh, yeah, that's the way to go. It really is. It is. All right. Well, there it is. The shameless pitch to stop into habitation because <laughs> really people, it's one of those things where as the store owner, I'm both smiling and crying when things are sold because they're great deals and they're awesome. But I mm -hmm. generally have been losing money on items that are going out the door because we just need the space to open it up for habitat or for designer rehab. Yep. And I don't want to have to move it. So stop in, please. All right. So Crystal, <laughs> I chose Viva Las Vegas to introduce this segment since you recently moved to Minneapolis from Las Vegas, right? Correct. I know. I know you're in from the uh, from the West Coast-ish area. Mm -hmm. And I want to lead with this question. So you were out in Las Vegas. You did some commercial design. You did some residential design. Tell our listeners, what is the difference between styles that you are seeing for Minneapolis consumers and those folks out in Sin City? So I guess in Las Vegas, there aren't too many locals. Um, a majority of the people, uh, Las Vegas consists of such a conglomeration and people just group together. Um, and so they kind of take their personal styles with them. Um, so I know... I. I don't see a whole lot of difference. Uh, Minneapolis, of course, you know, they have they have uh, a range of design aesthetics. Every person that I meet, they all have their own personal feel, and that's kind of what it's about, um, you know, making your space your own. So um, I think that um, between the two, I, there's the... The differentiation it doesn't it doesn't weigh a whole lot. I I I think just because of of uh, the lack of 
people who are originally from Las Vegas, um, they don't necessarily. Um, so yeah, everybody's they're, they're not much different than the rest of us. <laughs> no, they're, they're totally too. different people. They <laughs> yeah, are, I believe, that they are a slightly blue hue uh, as human beings. No, so it's so tons of transplants. So they're bringing tons of different styles right. from from right. where they're coming. All right. So that leads to another question. You're a designer. When you meet with a client, you want to make sure that you are creating a a plan that is going to reflect what their style is. Right. How do you go about drawing that information out from a client? How do you figure out what a person's style is? So, um, well, for instance, if I'm in the store and um, I get people coming in, they're looking for some specifics um, or even doing an entire room, um, I'm... I'm watching and listening a lot and uh, just kind of seeing where they're kind of drawn to. And um, and then once I kind of get a feel, then I start asking the questions such as uh, what is existing in your space. And usually they pull that phone out and they're showing me pictures of this and pictures of that and what's in the other room. And now I'm starting to kind of get a really good feel of what they what their personality is and um, the direction they need to go um, and then I ask them a little bit about the space and how they use it as far as function um, because that's the big one mm -hmm. if if it's not functioning for them it's not working well um, then we need to get it to do that and pretty is one thing but if it doesn't work exactly what's the point exactly and I can say that to a thousand people, um, and I think I probably have said that to a thousand people. We want your space to work for you. Mm -hmm. um, so, uh, yeah, I get a lot of people who come so, in and they're just they're looking at their space and they're you know the side of the room isn't isn't working and I need something to put there and and they can make it yeah. and and then you you guide them through it. it right. It's it's I mean it's absolutely true. You've got function, you've got form, you've got style, you've got all these things coming together. But mm -hmm. the bottom line is, if it's not a usable space, it's utterly a worthless space. I mean, yeah. I remember in my in my own home, I had uh, I had one of our designers come in, and uh, I had this weird living room where initially the fireplace was supposed to be flush with a particular wall. And then we realized that we were going over the lot line, essentially, or not the lot line, but it was too close to the lot line. Sure. So we had to bump in the fireplace and it cut the room into basically two halves. Sure. And we could never figure out how to make it necessarily right. work. And it wasn't until we came in and it was actually the use of the Gus Mex modular sectional that allowed yep. us to build this like eight foot sectional that would run down one wall looked absolutely beautiful but more importantly suddenly we had seating for six people in front of a fireplace that had been totally unusable Useless. previously right right so yep. i i totally agree i feel like if your if your space is functioning for you then it doesn't if it's functioning it really honestly it doesn't even have to be pretty to everybody's eye it has to be functioning but it has to be personal to your own taste Absolutely true. And so when, when people are going out and they are shopping for furniture, whether it's one sofa or whether it's an entire room, entire house, whatever, mm -hmm. um, it's best take pictures of the pieces that you like, the pieces that right. speak to you and right. have that because that helps you as a designer right. key in. And I assume you ask questions about, you know, what is it that you like about this particular piece and mm -hmm. so on? Yes, exactly. So um, so I'll generally take a person around and um, we... If there's something they see that they're drawn to, then they'll they they do kind of weed it out for me. They'll they'll say, oh, I like how the wood is on this, but I don't necessarily like the glass on it. Mm -hmm. So then maybe we'll go around and we'll find a piece of, you know, furniture that has the wood, but maybe it's a stone, and all of a sudden it becomes a, uh, an entirely different piece for that customer, mm -hmm. and they're looking at it in a whole new light and seeing it as now a piece that's something that they're going to be. So drill down into yep. the specifics of what they like about a, right. a, a particular piece. Do you have a personal philosophy or a personal preference in, in certain areas or something that guides your design aesthetic? Um, it's, like I said before, I think it's, it's about the function of the space. Um, and then it's uh, creating that space for that person and their... And their personality and how they're going to use that space. And I think that, you know, design overall is a, um, uh, 
it's a direct reflection of the users in that space. And I, th I really feel like um, it, residential spaces uh, particularly are um, extremely personal and they, um, they need to speak to the user. Mm -hmm. And so just kind of reflecting that in the aesthetic of the design is, is definitely the, the way, the, my philosophy. Well, which which absolutely works, and again, you're you're at habitation, and we embrace the the blended style. So it's not a matter of trying to create a look from absolute scratch. It's right. a matter of trying to integrate various components. Correct. Yep. And a lot of uh, clients that I do get um, have existing pieces, and a lot of them are sentimental. They don't want to let them go, but we make a way to, um, you know, incorporate those pieces in a way that. They don't look out of place. They mm -hmm. are now part of the whole. The whole. The whole. Some yes. of the parts is that the whole is greater than the sum of the parts. Exactly. Overall. All right. We've only got a few seconds, but I do want to ask you one question as we are running in. So, all right. And and I ask you this because this was a question that my wife wanted me to ask you. Oh, good. All right. So so how do you keep your home current without just chasing the latest design? Yes. Trends? Exactly. Um, and. For me, it is about um, your, your layering, and it's generally you're layering your textures and you're doing it with a neutral palette. Neutral means whites, grays, browns, blacks. I mean, you're just layering, and you can always change things through drapery, rugs, pillows, accessories. Mm -hmm. And as long as you have your basics down then um yeah it's you can it's, keep it current you can keep it current on... based on the trends and then when there's a trend you know oh teal came back <laughs> <laughs> you can put the teal in and you know it's just that's that is my way of doing things and it doesn't so, even and you can even do it without necessarily even bringing in color you can layer um complete neutral space and still with your textures all right so yeah. the bones should be should be universal the bones uh, absolutely and we'll work colors in throughout that all right well that's fantastic uh we are going to go to break once again and then we're going to come back with the habitation audio log and continue our conversation with crystal ray you're listening to drink in the style thanks for being with us this sunday Hi, Gregory Rich, host of Drink in the Style, right here on AM 950. If you're a small business owner like me, I know you're buried in paperwork. State tax filing, sales tax, property tax, insurance, it never ends. But what about payroll? I'd like to recommend ADP. ADP can handle all of your payroll needs, ranging from direct deposit to unemployment insurance. And they've got great local representatives as well. Why don't you give my rep, Shelby Loga, a call at 320-420-0900. Hi, Gregory Rich, owner of Habitation Furnishing and Design and host of Drink in the Style Sundays at 5 p.m. right here on AM 950. Habitation is Minneapolis's coolest furniture design studio. Our in-house design staff specializes in creating spaces that reflect your style, your values, and your taste. From edgy modern to transitional, Habitation is here to help you craft your home. Know what's also exciting? Habitation offers AM 950 listeners complimentary interior design services, which include an appraisal of any furniture pieces you may want to trade in for store credit. That's right. Habitation will take your gently used furniture and issue you store credit on fresh, fantastic furniture. Check out Habitation today. 4317 Excelsior Boulevard in St. Louis Park, one mile east of Highway 100, or visit us online at habitationdesign.com. Hi, Gregory Rich, owner of Designer Rehab Furniture Outlet and host of Drink in the Style, Sundays at 5 p.m. right here on AM 950. You can find premium quality furnishings at Designer Rehab as we speak. Rehab is accepting and selling gently used sofas, chairs, tables, and more at outstanding savings. Come check out the showroom at 4317 Excelsior Boulevard in St. Louis Park. Inventory is always changing and deals are available every day. Designer Rehab. It's only a matter of time. 
Hi, friends. I've been talking to you about Minnesota's first green cemetery, Prairie Oaks Memorial Eco Gardens. It's an entirely new way of looking at our last earthly step. Burials are designed to have as little impact on the environment as possible. For many of us, a continuation of the commitment we made during our lifetimes. Let me suggest you go to the website, mngreengraves.com. Explore what it is. Prairie Oaks Memorial Eco Gardens. It's a lovely place, a peaceful place. Minnesota's first green cemetery. Goss Modern out of Toronto, Canada has crushed the Twin Cities market with their amazingly refined blend of mid-century and contemporary furniture styles. It's kind of Scandinavian, it's kind of clean, it's, it's just plain cool. And the fact is that Gus Modern is an affordable, delightful product line. We've got all of it for you to take a look at habitation furnishing and design on Excelsior Boulevard in St. Louis Park. Come on in and check it out or go to GusModern.com. Odometers don't count miles, they count achievements. That's why Firestone's all-season champion tires come with a 70,000-mile limited treadwear warranty. That's our longest ever. So go see what's over the horizon. Go see this beautiful land of ours. Or just go see the world's largest ball of twine. The farther, the better. Because they don't call them milestones for nothing. Find the tires for your next adventure at FirestoneTire.com. Whatever you drive, drive a Firestone. No wonder my head. These J.C. Penny shorts are murder, I'll tell you. Volare, <laughs> a live recording out of Las Vegas, Nevada, courtesy of Dean Martin, my spirit guide, and... Uh, and a true God among men. Welcome back to ha uh, to Drink in the Style, brought to you by Habitation Furnishing and Design. Uh, we've reached the final segment of the show, and if you've enjoyed our program, visit us online at drinkinthestyle.com, where you can download previous episodes as well as find recipes for the uh, gluten-free Cosmopolitan, uh, which we've been enjoying this afternoon. And, and I want to point out, actually... Jordan, you've made some incredibly good drinks, but the Cosmopolitan probably has gone down faster than any other cocktail. I believe we're on our third or fourth. I'm running Cosmo. out of vodka over here. <laughs> you thought you were set, <laughs> but Crystal Ray has helped us polish this off, and she's experiencing nothing negative as far as gluten no, allergies go. Not on the floor yet. <laughs> I know you're going back to meet with clients a little bit later. It's going to go great. Don't yeah. you worry at all. Yeah. You're going to go sell some furniture. I'm going to try to make up a menu tonight. And It'll be interesting. We all have important things to do. And I think I'm taking my kids to like three different soccer games. So yes. really, the plan can't possibly fail. Let the heckle begin. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, before uh, we move to the grill the host segment of, uh, of the show, uh, we should probably do the habitation audio log which I've been getting good feedback on, and people seem to enjoy. Regrettably, of course, it's here in segment four where I have to read, like, four paragraphs after uh, as many Cosmos. So please, listeners, forgive my, uh, forgive my, my stumbling, if necessary, and uh, my slurring. And remember the line. Do you remember the line? I do. It's, Dean Martin, hit it. It's not uh, slurring. It's speaking in cursive. And it's elegant. And it's elegant. <laughs> Absolutely is. All right. So we're going to try to actually print speak right now rather than speak in cursive. Uh, but uh, let's launch it. The Habitation Audio Log. Here we go. Habitation Audio Log Installment 4, uh, give or take, because I uh, forgot to start counting until now. This week... No major movement on the build-out of the property. Final bits of demolition were completed. Concrete flooring was cut to shreds so that plumbing could be exposed and removed where necessary. And several reclaimed items, including vintage doors and windows, were selected at Minneapolis scavenging center Bauer Brothers. The big move forward this week came in the form of business planning. Listeners may recall that one of the great advantages of buying furniture at Habitation Furnishing and Design is the Furniture Buyback Program that allows clients to return their furniture at any point in the first five years for a store credit of 30% of their original purchase price. 
but we've added yet another level of advantage to shopping at Habitation. Specifically, we have made the decision this week to add five years of protection to shoppers' purchases for no additional cost. Habitation has struck a deal with Guardsman Furniture Protection to cover every item sold for a full five years. If you spill wine on your sofa, a professional cleaning crew will come out to your home and clean it. Rips or tears, they're covered. And something that can't be cleaned or repaired, you get a check back for your full purchase price. Some exclusions apply, and of course there are some limitations, but in essence, every client will be covered whenever they shop at Habitation. This program is, as far as I know, unprecedented in the Minneapolis area, and I can't wait to share it with every person who walks through the doors. How did that sound? Did that work? I, I only counted one little little bump, and it was minor. Thank well you. Done. Thank you very much. Crystal Ray, did that seem to work? I agree. Yeah. It's, it's really cool, isn't it? So, I mean, the bottom line is, is, is simply this. So, you know, generally speaking, if you buy Guardsman Fabric Protection or Furniture Protection, you are covered for five years against stains, rips and tears, even pet damage, claws, beaks and teeth, as they call it. And it's an add-on. And people are always really, really worried about buying some kind of warranty because a lot of people think that it's not worthwhile. And in many cases, it's not. But with this particular uh, program, it completely and totally is. I mean, it literally, you spill something on your sofa, a cleaning crew comes out to get rid of the stain. If you rip something, right. they literally fix it. Right. So we've always sold it as an aftermarket option, but now what we're going to do is say the heck with it. It's going to be built into every piece that you buy at Habitation. So when you come in, you can know that you know, you're covered. That's incredible. And you said they come to you? They come to you. Right. And if and if they feel that it's not necessary to come out, they will uh, definitely go through uh, the process with you and 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 try to figure out how to... Um, there are tricks yes. and there are things. So, for yes. example, did you know, oh, listeners, that uh, you can remove red wine stains by using... White, White wine. wine. Get out of here. <laughs> right? Yes. Alcohol, the cause of and solution to most of life's problems, yes. encapsulated on this. So if you do have a red wine stain, pour white wine on it, sop yes. it up, and the stain goes away. I, I want to test that out on hangovers. first-hand uh, <laughs> experienced that exact situation on white carpet. So, yep, I do know that that is a true statement. Does Now, does a sparkling white wine work even better? Is the effervescence the bubbly action? If that could be. Curious. Oxygen um, is a thing. Oxygenation, yep. Soda correct, water right? on, your, on your stain or your spray yep. stain at a yep. restaurant. Interesting. I yes. don't know. We're going to have to do some experimentation. I mean, it well, is white wine with yeah. carbonation. The bubbly action bubble should Larry. be helpful. Bubbly-lary. Yeah. Bubbly-lary. We have some fabric samples. We'll have to play, play around with it. All right, yeah. all right. This Lord weekend habitation, we we're staining stuff. Yeah. End of story. Sounds good. <laughs> Yay. All right. So, uh, so once again, a new layer of awesomeness associated with habitation furnishing and design. I'm shameless in my plugs. Uh, nevertheless, it is time, Crystal Ray, for you to turn the tables and ask your host. Okay. What questions do you have prepared, or what are you shooting from the hip for me? So, um, yeah, I do have a question for you. So, going back to your um, 12-year-old self, would you have expected um, to be in your shoes today? Egads, my 12-year-old self. Yeah. We're back in the late 20th century. <laughs> I, think, I think to begin, you might have to define your 12-year-old I know. self to us. <laughs> you know what's really funny about my old 12-year-old self? I was, back when I was 12, which would have been in 1983, I suppose, I was uh, a little Alex P. Keaton, uh, Reagan-esque uh, person. So if you had asked me back then what I thought I would necessarily be, it probably would have been one of three things. I probably would have wanted to be a politician because I idolized Ronald Reagan. And by the way, I know we're on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota, and a lot of people have just cringed, but I, I, I still have a warm spot in my heart for Ronald Reagan because while 
a huge number of problems we experience today are the result of failed Reagan policies. He was at least trying to fix things. We didn't know then what we know now. And as we look back on 40 years of, of history, we can say, you know what, this was a bad idea. This wasn't a bad idea. Um, you know, it, it, there's evidence, and, and I don't think most people have progressed beyond just, you know, doctrinal republicanism or what have you. Um, but nevertheless, I, I would have been in that role. Uh, secondarily, I might have been in finance because I was very much obsessed with, uh, with uh, uh, productivity from a financial perspective. Or oddly enough, I wanted to be a dentist. And I have no idea why that would possibly be sophisticated 12 year old you were sir i was i was a sophisticated 12 year old and then my mind opened up and and developed a little bit but i was buttoned down and i was a uh, a perfect little alex Be i actually slept next to a picture of richard milhouse nixon i swear to god i know i know i know deeply deeply troubling on like layer upon layer upon layer but that was me nowadays so you would never have imagined that said i always did like to a certain extent probably without labeling it interior design i had a great bedroom i remember my father actually wrote a book uh at one point he was in real estate and for the back jacket of the book he wanted a picture where he looked uh where he looked uh academic so he chose to come into my bedroom where i had like this this forest green uh um ralph Lauren wallpaper and a desk that i had set up mm -hmm. and he did this pose where he was like lecturing <laughs> to an entire group and that became the back he, jacket yeah. he needed his little boy's room he needed his little boy's <laughs> room to look sophisticated oh my gosh. <laughs> really oh, this is a great story great. Yeah, thank you very much dad i'm sorry to expose to you and this is probably no. going to push book sales down from like three to one but uh yeah it was uh it was always in there and it was always under mm -hmm. the surface yep. uh, but it it took a little bit of time for it to come out yeah yeah and uh yeah and uh nevertheless I, it would have been i used nevertheless a lot it, it would have been a very different greg had i not uh quite honestly gone to graduate school and learned how to think critically and evaluate evidence and realize that you know what not every solution has to be adhered to straight into the abyss. You have to pick a position that you that you support and then see if it works and have the strength to say, you know what, eh, this was not the right answer. And right. Well said. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. All right. Well, that was the political segment of Drink in the Style. All right. Um, so I'd like to uh, to wish everyone a uh, a good luck uh, or some good luck this week uh, as we go in uh, to a new period. And uh, uh, if I may, I'm going to quote Sammy Davis Jr. On a scale of 1 to 10, I would rate Elvis Presley an 11. Enjoy it all. Have a great week, everybody. 